0: Hello, my name is Ivy, and I will be discussing a somewhat uncomfortable topic, I think, for today, um, in which I want to address the question, what is the hype with East Asia, specifically with Japanese and Korean culture? These days, it seems that to not like anime, or to not like K-pop, you're then considered the weird one. Um, Growing up, uh, I remember I was particularly obsessed with anime and korean dramas and k uh since i was like 11 and at that time it was not popular um it was something that only me and a small group of my friends uh would secretly talk about by ourselves and never in front of other peers because it was something that we were embarrassed by um but then these days it seems that you know people whether you're white, Asian, Hispanic, um, black, you know, even my roommate from Africa, she was like, Ivy, do you know BTS? And I was like, how do you know about BTS? But yeah, she says they're really popular in Ghana. And I was like, wow, to have this small Asian country, you know, dominate the world culturally, that's crazy, right? So we hear about, you know, everyone knows, everyone wants we, we, we like to think that, oh, America is the best, right? That everyone wants to come to America, be American, and speak English. But these days, it seems like more people want to be in Korea, speak Korean, or et cetera. Or the same thing goes with Japanese, you know, I want to study abroad in Japan, I want to visit Japan, you know, I want to consume Japanese culture, or Korean culture. And so, what is with the hype? Like, how did this happen? It's crazy to think to me that, since in just a short amount of time, how fast these two subcultures were able to propel itself and integrate themselves into mainstream society i e dominant culture I guess this dominant culture is something that we know to be a, semi- a synonymous with white culture, I believe because you know white people in America are the hegemonic group while you know Asians are kind of below that um But yeah, I think it's very interesting to see how fast these cultures have propelled themselves in society. Um, When I was in 6th grade, that's when I first got into anime. And it was kind of forcefully, someone forced me to watch anime. And at at that time, I thought it was torture. I was like, why am I watching this? And I remember I would only watch it if it was dubbed. Meaning, you know, if it was in English, I would watch it because it was something that was easy for me to digest because I, you know, was used to watching cartoons on Cartoon Network or on Disney Channel, like Phineas and Ferb, et cetera, right? So for this, for these anime shows to be in English, I could, you know, see them as American shows, right? But... I knew that it was not American shows, right? Because it was, they were set in such a, in like, such a, like, you know, crazy wor- fictional world that I was immediately sucked in. And I remember when they ran out of dub episodes for Fairy Tale, I believe it ended after like episode 24 or 42. I thought my world was ending. I searched everywhere for dubbed Fairy Tale, nothing came up. I was so sad and I was like, darn, like I have to watch it in sub now, are you for real? <laughs> and so, you know, I began to watch Fairy Tale in sub. And so then it propelled me to like, w- you know, expand my horizon. I was like, this is so much better. I think the voice acting, you know, when they are speaking Japanese is just, in my opinion, more phenomenal than English dub. English dub, it was awkward to me. Um, well, at the time it wasn't awkward because that was how I was introduced to it. But, you know, as I began to listen to sub anime and subbed and watching anime and subtitles, right? Anything that wasn't subbed immediately became cringe for me, if that's the word to describe it, right? Um, so that is how I was introduced to Japanese culture and that it was first through anime, um, And then, you know, after that, it kind of led me to this whole entire world where I, even to this day, I still enjoy and consume anime, right? Something that is very universally accepted now, um, whereas before it was not as accepted, I believe. Um, So it's crazy to see that right now I'm a youth leader at a school um, and I teach fourth to sixth graders, right? And these kids like it's crazy they don't speak their they're they're all they none of them are asian right they're all hispanic and white but they they are so obsessed with japanese culture specifically anime specifically demon slayer they love demon slayer i tried watching it and i cannot get into it um but it's crazy because these kids are obsessed to it to the point where we have to talk about it every day in class. And it it warms my heart I think to see um, kids enjoy these um these enjoy anime because when I was young it was something that I was embarrassed to talk about in front of other people. Um, especially I will never talk about it in front of my teachers, um, and only among my close you know, knit group of friends who we were all Asian. Um but, yeah, it's it's really crazy to see that these kids are, like, actively talking about it. And, like, you know, they can all bond over this, this culture that is outside of their domain, I guess. I don't think they've ever met a Japanese person. And, and I remember, like, yeah, what's crazier to me is that they were kind of like me when I was young. When we were watching uh, A Silent Voice, which is a Japanese film... Uh, I assumed that they watched in subtitles because that's how I, watched, I watch anime. But they were like, can we watch it in, in English? And so I realized that, oh, they don't watch anime in like with the original Japanese voice acting. And they opt for the English version of it. But then the extent to which they fetishize Japanese culture and how obsessed they are with anime, I assumed that they would appreciate the language, but they don't. And this this is very interesting. It, it will lead me to... Um, this leads me to this term, commodity fetishization, which is introduced in Christina Klein's article, Public Culture, in which, you know, because of the extent to which we are fetishizing this object, we are erasing like the true meaning or original or origins of that commodity, right? And I think this applies to you know consumerism culture, right? Um, so these kids, they or you know people, right? We enjoy Japanese culture, we enjoy anime, right? But at the same time, we don't really understand much of that culture or even or you know in the case of the kids that i'm tutoring is that they don't really under, even like want to listen to the language right they they say that they love anime so much but they don't even you know want to explore that culture to a deeper extent other than what you know what they see on netflix all right and so mm, it kind of it kind of stri- strikes me in the wrong way i guess When I hear them, you know, I was really excited to talk to them about, like, other aspects of Japanese culture, Japanese people, right? Uh, I remember we were talking about uh, Japanese internment camps, right? And I thought that they would be really interested in it because of how much they, you know, love anime and talk about all these characters and stuff, right? But I remember not once were they even interested throughout the whole entire lesson, Like, they didn't care because they saw it as boring history, right? So, they don't see, you know, Japanese culture, or, sorry, anime tied to, you know, real Japanese people in Japan, I guess. They see it more so as something that entertains them and they like it. And thus, the true meaning and the origin of anime gets erased, right? And so, I think that's, that applies to also like Korean culture, I guess, like K-pop and Korean dramas. You know, people people believe that what they see on the screen is how is a reflection of that society, and you know, to some extent, it, it is right because you know the people there are making it, but it, it it forces I guess it makes us create like this false narrative in our head of what these cultures represent, right? And so I think that's what was going on with these kids and so it kind of saddens me that they do not really know anything you know outside of Japanese culture than anime than ramen than sushi right um yeah so that's just my two cents I think on this topic about what is the hype with East Asia specifically you know with the the medias right and the cultures that we consume from Japan um Yeah, so that's the first episode.